welcome to Canberra Metalheads. You got uh, got a second second part of return guests of Lucy from Arm and Angel, and we got Slats here from um, from uh, King Parrot. Can't G'day. believe I nearly dropped that. <laughs> I nearly had to check the back of me flanny, which I got from the merch thing, and I forgot I didn't wear that fucking flanny. Have today. we got flannies now? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I can't yeah. keep up with our merchandise world. How's that for merch? Like Lucy's seen and moved a fair share of merch over the years. Flannies. It's yeah. a new concept. Yeah. I, think our be- new I, yeah. I think our best one is the high-vis. High-vis, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah the, the high-vis. I remember the um, – I think you were one of the first bands that I actually bought Moss Shorts from as oh, well. Yeah, there you go. Because yeah, yeah, that, yeah. that was a big thing for a while. Yeah. 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 Still is, Moss Shorts. Yeah, like, yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah, you've got to breathe. Yeah. Got to let the balls breathe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Especially when you're in a King Parrot mosh, man. Like, um, it's you hot can and sweaty. hot and sweaty. <laughs> Nearly like the studio is right now. Yeah. It's Actually, up, it's warming up, isn't it? did it so that we could um, get in the zone we for create. the mosh pit. Yeah. Um, man, well, let's start with you, um, Slats. What's the? T- tell me, well, just talking about mosh pits. What's the craziest thing you've seen in a mosh? Craziest mosh pit. I, I think. Um, well, Youngy. Uh, is with, for a while there was uh, doing the, the wall of death and we've seen lots of different walls of death from different people like the silent wall, wall of death and um, I'm going to guess the people out there are going to know what wall of deaths are but you know, basically to explain it quickly is where you part the crowd and then uh, let them all smash into each other like that. You know? <laughs> Stole um, it from Lamb of God, dude. They've seen it. They I, know that. Yeah, too. yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 knew that, I knew that we hadn't created it, but. Um, <laughs> you just like, use it. Like yeah. British Bulldog for the modern era. Exactly. Yeah. God, I used to love British Bulldog yeah. when I was a kid. Yeah. But there we go. There's been different variations, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Like I know, uh, yeah, there's a few other bands, you know. I don't even know if they started at Lamb of God, I don't think. Maybe. Yeah, yeah, don't know. Yeah. But yeah, other bands like um, mm, there's been a few bands. Oh yeah, I've seen them do like uh, you know, the, yeah, Silent Wall of Death, where there's just no music. They just get people to smash into each other. Mm. But uh, yeah, the one that Youngie sort of created, I suppose, is that he would go out into the crowd and uh, stand in the middle of um, that parted crowd, yeah. and then he said, "On the count of three, fucking smash me!" Yeah, and uh, you know, so I just really entertaining every time. It was like, will we actually see him come? Will back we out? ever sing? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but he was quite good at it actually. He managed yeah. to sort of you know figure out a way out. But, um, yeah. saw that at Soundwave a couple of times. Yeah, with like you know um, a few thousand people doing it. That was uh, oh. yeah. It's all fun and games till you realise your your fan base builds and now you're not just fighting four people. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he did disappear once yeah. and I was like, is he going to come back out or what? <laughs> <laughs> um, what about yourself, Lucy? You've seen any wild stuff in the mosh over the years? Uh, probably, yeah. The, the yeah. the youth cafe shows we put on in the early days when the kids were first getting into thrash metal in the early 80s, you know, in the mid-80s. Yeah. They were... They, they were pretty big, pretty intense. And probably the biggest thing I've seen is Bolt Thrower in Sydney at Salinas. Yeah, that, that was mentioning mentioning them before. Yeah. That was that was a pretty wild night, that, you know, three three level death dives. And, you know, wow, after, yeah. After, yeah, and yeah, I think there were a few ambulances called that <laughs> night, yeah. You use cafe yeah. stuff, like I just imagine people actually yeah. just figuring out what they're supposed to do as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah, that's true too. It was all pretty new back then in the early 80s. Yeah, know, yeah. yeah. No wrong answers. Um, yeah, mid mid to late 80s, actually. That yeah. Was, yeah. Yeah, early days when this is – like I, I remember I seen uh, – so originally from South Coast before um, before Canberra, yeah. South Coast New South Wales, and the, like that's when Parkway – like this is my, my era I'm showing. Like yeah. I'm not up with like the – 
the upper echelon of the early days of metal. Yeah. But Parkway Drive was like the coastal, like yeah. punk hardcore was starting to develop. Mm. Yeah. And Parkway Drive is massive now, like, you know, doing oh, whacking oh, oh, and massive. stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I just watched their Australian yeah. Story yeah. episode yeah. on Monday. Yeah. So it's oh, amazing. Yeah. yeah. Um, and they were doing a youth cafe at Naruma. And they still had the chairs on the outside. You know, if you go to a, like a, um, did I say youth cafe? I mean youth, uh, uh, all ages an gig. All ages yeah, 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 yeah. And and it's like you ever like hire, seen someone hire a scout hall and it's still got the chairs on the side yeah. from like yeah. you know when they the school socials. Yeah, like yeah. they do a BNS on Thursday or whatever. Excuse me, may I dance with you, my lady? <laughs> um, so can I finger you on the side of the? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, would you like to share a vanilla essence with me? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. But uh, it's a funny man. My 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 cousin from he's Central West New South Wales man. Wild wild bit of gear, and he goes, man, orange essence is where it's at. <laughs> that, was, that was his claim to fame. I definitely remember making our own alcohol. Yeah, yeah. But um, it wasn't long before those chairs were in the mosh pit. Yeah. Just people were just right. throwing and lobbing them into each other like it was yeah. getting wild. But yeah. it's just how I guess how it is over the years. To be fair, I've seen less injuries from that than just standard like you know um so i've I've worked in a metal bar for 10 years right yeah and i think in the 10 years i've been there i've seen ambulances rock up about the same amount of time as one night in like a popular nightclub oh yeah for sure yeah, yeah. yeah. we know we know we probably know that it's kind of essentially a controlled violence in that mm. sense it's not yeah. actually yeah people trying to hurt each other, accidents happen at any gig, you know, whether yeah. it's pop or bloody Zumba. <laughs> yeah. I reckon the wildest uh, stuff I've ever seen is Indonesia. Like the first mm -hmm. show we ever played, it was, it was you know, pretty much all the shows that we played there were all ages. But just these kids, like literally like a kid like crouching down so his mate could actually launch himself off the, that person's back yep. or like a dude in the middle of two other guys like with his you know, arms over the shoulders, just kicking, just like just kicking and just running into that, like three dudes running Like Mortal Kombat. That was awesome. The bicycle yeah. kick, you know. Yeah, the, that's exactly yeah. what it was. It was unreal and, yeah, yeah, it was great. Yeah. yeah was, lucky to get to Indonesia back in the day. Mm. Couldn't do that. Yeah. Well, yeah it's true. like, oh, if you, even if you're going to tour, you cut your hair. Can't, yeah. Can't, right. Yeah, yeah. Well, I know that, so that even sort of happens, doesn't it? Stipulations, yeah. I feel like um, just maybe three or so years ago they actually – gathered up a bunch of Indonesian punks and, like, made them cut their hair or something, mm, I think. Yeah, yeah, it was real strict back But, yeah, day, I, yeah. I, I always say, like, any Aussie bands, like, before you think about going to the States or Europe or whatever, go to Indonesia. Yeah. You feel like a rock star. Yeah. You've made it overseas. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. you played in massive crowds. It's yeah. unreal. Yeah, it's, like, yeah. harder to make it in Tasmania than <laughs> Indonesia. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's yeah. nearly the same amount of water separating and them. That's true, yeah. yeah. And it's just an amazing experience. It's unreal. Yeah. Um, I guess being in Melbourne, like, because I'm looking at this from like a Canberra perspective, but I feel like being in Melbourne, you guys would probably be more likely to get more of a following in the in the Tassie scene. Have you done Tassie gigs many times? Yeah, yeah. 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 And how do you find the crowds down there? Um, better than the South Australian crowds. Yeah, you that South Australian. <laughs> yeah, fine. <laughs> um, no, even you what camera to look at? <laughs> <laughs> Bloody professional, yeah, is it? Yeah, the, the yeah. South Australian one. <laughs> um, yeah, no, like I've always enjoyed Tassie. I mean, Squeeze Our Guitarist is next uh, Taswegian. Um, yep. I love that they still call us Mainlanders. 
It's unreal. Yeah, it's good, man. It's it's uh, like we've had uh, the psychoptic yeah, yeah. Uh, fellas at the basement. A lot I interviewed uh, Todd, but he's from the States. Mm. Yeah. But um, it's cool to see that like like you mentioned with Indonesia, like it's people are just stoked to see you going to them. Like yeah. I like I feel like people get yeah. into it more. Pre- appreciative. Yeah, yeah, see that you've made an effort. What, what yeah. about yourself? Was, has Adelaide – like, because even in comedy, Adelaide is the the difficult place to sell tickets. Did you ever um, have any issues with with Adelaide? No, Adelaide was really good. Yeah, yeah. I think um, sort of back in the early days, um, before we got a bit more into the mainstream, uh, it was bands putting each other up. You know, you 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 yeah. you come down, and play at our venue, stay at our place. Yeah, we'll yeah. Come yeah. up, crash on your lounge room floor, and you put a gig on for us up there. Mm. So you always had the locals. Mm. Um, pushing the narrative as well, yeah. local bands. So um, things went a bit different when we started um, getting bookings through a, a tour promoter. They yeah. were still, still paying for street press and, um, you know, interviews and um, street posters and all that kind mm. of thing. Yeah. But I did notice when you didn't have a local band sitting there pushing the – agenda for you on the spot yeah for the sure. crowd sort of died off a little bit yeah, yeah. yeah you still needed to so, do both yeah, yeah yeah i think also as well like if once you stay around for long enough as well is it you know scenes change pretty quickly and you know yeah. you can lose the contact or bands break up or people yeah. people pair up and fuck off you know like yeah. uh, it happens and then yeah. the scene sort of rebuilds itself and if you haven't got your finger on the pulse yeah and sort of leave it lose that connection yeah. i suppose yeah, exactly. i think that's a lot of what the uh like the younger like all ages youth cafe gigs all that sort of gear brings up like a new wave of people yeah, yeah. And that yeah. and that severely helps. You're building your fan base as your uh, crowd is getting older yeah. and moving on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah like bring, bringing in fresh blood. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And you mentioned like making an effort. Like King Parrot, our process has been for years now. Is that we um, in Australia? You know, we do all the the regional shows that we can at yeah. least once a year. Like you know, we as an example, we brought out Childbite from the states like a few years back. We have to basically take out COVID years. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so not all that yeah. long ago, but, you know, we drove a van with, you know, um, two vans all the way out to the top end of Queensland and back and just played yeah. regional so- shows to, you know, some nights 20, 30 people. But those people are grateful. So the next time when you just do the major cities, they make the effort too. Like yeah. come back. Know, yeah. Well, not only that, if it's such a, a good time and mm. there's also a, uh, sort of uniqueness, like if you saw something that your friends didn't see, you're going to rave about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and next time you've built your crowd again, you yeah, know, suddenly, yeah. yeah. But people so, definitely yeah. appreciate it when you make yeah, effort, don't yeah, they? Yeah, 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 definitely. Yeah, I mean, ACDC did it in excess, did it work for them? Oh, yeah, yeah, it was the Aussie yeah. way, wasn't exactly. it? Just tour so, and gig tour. I honestly yeah, think yeah. that, yeah, like that's still a fucking winning formula. Yeah, 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 it definitely, play. definitely works, man. Like a lot of people put in the, uh, the effort and it goes to show especially you know like with yourself man like i remember when i first seen king parrot gig um is in canberra i think 2013 maybe yep yep um and um i, I was just like yeah this is fucking something else you know what i mean like mm. it's my first time i've seen that level of energy from a band that i didn't haven't heard I've yeah. seen live before. I yeah, mean. yeah, yeah. Um, and then to see you come back only like 
a few years later with Phil Anselmo doing yeah. like touring with, with with those guys. What was it like to hang out with, you know, people from that clique and like to hang out with Phil Anselmo? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. What was that like? Well, it definitely, I think initially, definitely like, fuck, it's a pinch yourself moment. Like, um, you know, like from from the very start, you know, pretty unbelievable getting, getting an email from him. But then, you know, very, very fucking quickly ending up sleeping in, you know, his house and the room I was in looking around the black room just with all these gold records and gold cassette tapes because they've been around for that long. But, like, well, you yeah. know, like definitely pinch yourself moment. But we've been lucky enough over the years. I mean, he produced um, our second album, um, you know, like we've toured with some plenty. Like they've become friends. So it's it's amazing. But, yeah, like there's still ever, always moments, you know, where you go, fuck, can't believe that yeah. this is the guy – yeah, you'd be watching a random movie and the music comes on or whatever. Mm, yeah, it's like, yeah. fuck, okay. Yeah, it's guy. Yeah, cool. I know the guy behind Walk, dude. Like, you know, the dude who actually has this reach, like, oh, that's right, played to a million people in fucking Russia. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's well. just, it would be so hard, like, because, like, I, dude, I don't fucking know. I've got some shit ADHD. Who the fuck knows? Yeah. But it would just, I would have to fight every ounce in my body to just fucking start singing Pantera shit to him. Like, <laughs> yeah. like just hippie just, him. Yeah, 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 like yeah, yeah, in the yeah, middle yeah, of yeah, a yeah, conversation, yeah. I'd be just yeah. going like, what do you say? Like, fucking, <laughs> like, do, do, like, do you know that? You know Walk, dude? Do you it's know a, that yeah, song yeah. you sing? Yeah. It's so weird though, how quickly that stuff get like, like getting to know somebody, the, the fame part or whatever, once you get to know somebody, you forget about that. And, yeah. and that's what I meant. It just yeah. becomes that just every once in a while, it's like a pinch yourself moment. It's like, yeah. fuck, that's right. This guy's fucking huge. Well, <laughs> my, my brother, Lukey, like um, he does a lot. Of, he has a lot to do with the, the metalhead scene as well. So like I do Canberra metalheads. He started South Coast metalheads and yeah, we awesome. kind of do a lot of stuff t- together as well. You know, yeah. it's all one thing. Um, and like Lucy printed a lot of our patches for the early early runs and that sort of stuff. So mm-hmm. like we um, yeah, so right. all okay. tied yeah. together. Um, and he was saying to me, he was just like, man, when we did the, they did a show. Do you remember the Magpies Club in in, Cam- in Canberra, Lucy? Yeah, yeah, it was in Groomer Place. That's it. Down, downstairs. downstairs. Yeah. Yeah. So these guys, uh, so King Parrot did the the under, underground. That's what I'm trying to remember. There's an underground downstairs Magpies Club. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Is that the same place? No, it's a different oh, place. Okay. So, um, but I remember um, when I w- went there, it was just after they, uh, you guys did the um, announcement of doing the recording and stuff yeah. with Phil and Simon doing the tour and all that shit. Yeah. And uh, Lukey says to me, it's just like, dude, I went to buy merch at the end and I had this moment like, shit, these dudes still like, these guys were hanging out with Phil and Summer. Like he, he was just like going to buy merch yeah. and just through like residual yeah. fucking like contact. contact yeah. He's yeah. like, shit, I just shook the hand of the dude that's fucking <laughs> shook the hand of Phil and Salmo did. And he's like, but to everyone else, it's just like, all right, so like are you going to pay how you want cash, card, how you're yeah. paying? But he's yeah. just still trying to process. Yeah. It's funny that I you know, even like this, I guess seen <laughs> pride with anybody like – like I know I'm saying, like when you, I'm always just stoked when you see people like in the scene or whatever, like having success, it's like, fuck yeah, this, that's so great. Yeah. Like, you know, um, and you kind of feel a bit like it's, it's part of you as well. You know? Yeah. Like, yeah. That's right. Yeah. 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 That's good, man. It's like, um, like you mentioned before with bolt thrower, like 
um, you sort of have like people that you look up to and then they're like with you and helping you out exactly. and all that yeah. sort of stuff. I mean, stuff. that would have been fucking mad. I love yeah. like, both yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. yeah, like you guys have got a couple in common. Like for the for the listeners, um, I queued this up on the same day because me being in, in town, I want to try and get as many interviews as, as possible. Um, and just having you both in the same room has been cool to like yeah. to get a bit of crossover. But there's a lot more in common than you might think. Like the original drama, um, uh, Skitsy yeah. from, from King Parrot, we're just chatting about um, the um, bolt frogging. Would you say Damage opened for yeah, was think, one of the yeah, openers? I think Damage opened Open. for that all ages show in in. Um in Victoria, yeah. 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 So there's like all this crossover in the scene. Oh, yeah. 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 And yeah. like yeah. I ended up having Skitsy on the show um, in a previous, ep- like I think early, 2020, uh, early 2021, yeah. like just oh, after yeah, everything yeah. opened, he kind of did like a drum thing. Like oh, yeah, it, like yeah, it wasn't yeah. a drum clinic, but it was like a, and fucking might as well have been though. Like yeah. everyone that was there were just drum nerds, just like at the front row staring. Well, he's a sick drummer. Checking out his, yeah, his yeah, yeah. Uh, techniques or whatever. When I was yeah. very young, I remember seeing, going to see Cannibal Corpse and like, you know, at the time, Damage were playing and like they were the dudes from Cannibal Corpse were filming him playing drums. Yeah, like. yeah we're, we're blown away by him. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. What was that about ninety five or something? I think so. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It was sick. Yeah, like yeah. so he's always been amazing. I'd never, yeah. I, I'd never ever spoken to to Skitty uh, until the first time we had a rehearsal. But yeah, I was right. massive. Um, I was big into metal generally, as I was saying, like Armored Angel. Like I used to get. Um, you know, hot metal magazines religiously um, when they came out and cut out all the pictures and stick them on the wall and shit. Like, <laughs> but um, I you really see the same with Playboy, dude. Stick them inside <laughs> your cupboard. <laughs> inside <laughs> the cupboard was the left, left them in my brother's room. You know, <laughs> yeah. Running, you know, when I needed a wank. <laughs> yeah, no, um, <laughs> no need, no need um, to uh, to soil the place of rest. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I let, let him get into trouble having them. Not, not that, yeah. Um, but yeah, like I fully got into Aussie metal and fully more so even Australian. I mean Victorian stuff. So I'd seen Damaged a few times. Now my first interaction was with Skitsy at somehow was backstage at a show and blew smoke uh, in his general direction. And he's not a smoker. Mm. And he was like, get the fuck out of here with that smoke. Oh, no, my hero just fucking told me off. (laughs) (laughs) Don't know whether I ever told him that story, but yeah, sorry. He's he's an intense character. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, for sure. Oh, man. It it was one of those things, and I preference the um, solo part of um, the episode that Lucy and I did um, where I was just like, I'm not going to pretend, and I said before, I'm not going to pretend that I was around for, like, the era. I'm just trying to bridge the gap between. um, So, And my bridging gap was King Parrot because, you know, like I um, seen Skitsy with you guys and – and that was my kind of introduction into into like intense live music. We're yeah. seeing. King. I've seen my first ever live show was Lamb of God twenty thirteen. Yeah, right. See, and um, was in the Wall of Death, and that was the same year that Randy went overseas and got in trouble for kicking that dude off stage. Yeah. Apparently, yeah, um, allegedly, but <laughs> um, it was uh. Uh, pretty crazy because there was that the king parrot and then like basically what's formed and, and you know i um formed what i'm into now all started sort of there it's like the beginning it's like when you have like a mate that asks like oh you're into heavy music what do you have any recommendations and before you know it he's got his first battle jacket and he's sort of getting i was at that yeah. point yeah, you know yeah yeah yeah, yeah. First yeah. Introduction to it, you just eat it up really yeah. <laughs> but what, what else is that we, i mean start snowballing yeah. having hotmail i mean hotmail <laughs> 
Hot Metal. <laughs> hot yeah. Metal, um, which went on to become an email service. Um, you know, having Hot, hot Metal is just like the yeah. best. Like I, yeah. I don't even know what people have now. Like, I mean, we have things like Hot Metal yeah. and stuff. But that was like a nationally syndicated magazine that yeah. everyone had. You know, it was, it was yeah. fucking excellent, really. It was good exposure. Yeah, yeah it was. Good exposure yeah. for a lot of local bands. Yeah. Um, yeah. The... King Parrot crowd's more like um, I know I see a lot of like thrashers and stuff in the crowd. It's a bit of a mix, hey, because you guys are sort of with like metal, punk, yeah. um, like thrash, anything. Like it's a very um, versatile style. Yeah, I mean, I hope so. <laughs> yeah, well, you, I mean, one of the hardest working bands in in Australia. <laughs> you need to work with everybody. Yeah. Um, but I would have to say that um, it's not. Like the thrash scene is where a lot of the patch jackets come from. Yeah. What's your – do you remember your first ever patch? Oof. Um, fuck, I, I don't know whether I do, to be honest. Like, and I, I, I'm going to say this is going to be, you know, be outed here. Never had a battle jacket myself. Yep. Um, probably You're starting. more of a high-vis person. <laughs> yeah. Hive-vis and flat. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but I don't know, like, but I always did collect patches and stuff. I don't know, like, but, yeah. but I mean, T-shirts. I mean, I, my first T-shirt that I, like, metal T-shirt that I absolutely loved and cherished and basically blew off me in the wind Yeah, I wore it so much was one that I had made myself. I grew up in Warrnambool, like, southwest Victoria. Yeah. And I went to snap printing with the damaged Do Not Spit cover. Yeah. And I said, can you please print that? on the front and then there was a dead person uh, beside a, a farm gate uh, on the back and that was printed on the back. <laughs> so I had, I made it myself. So sorry, damaged, I owe you uh, 20 bucks. But, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Like but, but we'll call it evens because I joined the damage, had a uh, fan club. Yeah, where, really? Yeah, and it was, yeah, right. I can't remember how much it was, maybe it was 20 bucks and I got my mum to pay for it and then it was meant to be a newsletter once a month Yeah, and um, the, and the first issue you got with also the the art of destroying t life their first demo yeah. yep. on tape i got the first uh newsletter and the tape uh and then didn't get it <laughs> <laughs> i think they might have went into business <laughs> but yeah, my, it's, mum hard, got, it's hard to maintain anything like that yeah i know a lot what of a work and what a plan best, you know, like, plans yeah I, exactly but yeah. that tape still i'm stoked that i got that and yeah. i still have it too yeah. you know? That's good, man. Yeah, speaking of tapes, I do have um, – Lucy brought in some Armoured Angel tapes as well. So I'll uh, – yeah, I'll do a – Yeah, enjoy. Yeah, do, I'll do a, um, a, a track on one of those, like play a track. Yes, I, 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 I've got vinyl and everything, and I, and I, but I also have a way to digitalise all of them. Yeah. So I can play yeah. cassette, but it, um, digitalise it and make yeah. it still sound like vinyl or cassette. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So usually for an outro track on a, on a on a show, yeah. I'll usually have like um, vinyl or cassette of the of the um, the band that we interviewed. Yeah. yeah. And in this case, I actually have every King Parrot vinyl really that's yeah, ever right. been put out because I chose to. I think the first album I, uh, when I first bought. Um, uh, bite your head off. Yep. It was on vinyl. I think for whatever reason, I just was like, I just prefer the 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 bigger picture, right? Yeah. yeah. But then I had to commit to it. I'm like, from now on, I'll ju just to start. Yeah. yeah. So I don't. Yeah. I'm not a massive vinyl head. Like I don't collect everything on vinyl. Some people yeah. only have vinyl. Yeah. I'm, I don't do that. No. Nah. Um. I just don't have the space or the budget for that kind of collection. Respect to those people. I think, yeah, and I get it, but, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm the same in terms of space and stuff. Yeah. Um. 
but I I have selected a few bands which I'm like that band I can. You're a completist with yes, with yeah, that gotcha, one. gotcha, and, and yeah. King Parrot's one of them, man. So if I was to have like play a vinyl track from any of your of your albums as an outro, what would you? choose well at the at the moment i'm i'm loving actually loving the bite your head off track yeah because awesome. uh, we've got like we're celebrating it's a 10 year anniversary right. at the moment um and that's a song that we've actually never played live which we are going to play live <laughs> this week mm. so i've just been playing it a lot and it's written by squizzy our uh oldest and most attractive member um and i just listened to it and i'm just amazed it it like he's so such a busy song, but still really good. Like yeah. so, it's been nice to just have a challenge at home, sort yeah, of cool. learning to play it again. Yeah. It's great. And he was in he was in Abominator, wasn't he? He was. He's in a lot of Abominator. bands. Abominator. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. <coughs> Gosh, he's he's from Tassie. He actually I actually um, first learned how to play bass listening to him play bass in a band called Fridge. Like when oh, I was really? fourteen yeah, years old right. in my bedroom. Yeah. 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 Never met him. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. awesome, dude. Like yeah. I remember I I think I've still got my neighbor's flea how to play bass um yeah. D V D. Which yeah. is another thing that you guys have in common, which is the is the the bass um element. Yep. yep. Um now we did a rundown of gear um with with Lucy before. Now what what's your preference on on um brands, strings, gu- uh, guitar, all that sort of stuff when it um, comes to bass, mate? Well I've had a Rickenbacker for ages. Um and uh yeah that's that's my ride or die. It's mm-hmm. a four thousand and three S. And S stands for special, but it's actually like the least special Rickenbacker. It doesn't have like <laughs> dual input or doesn't have any fancy inlays. I thought the S stood for stereo and that's why they had No, the yeah, it's, it, it's a special. <laughs> so it's the only one that doesn't really? have a, spe- a stereo, but which is what I love. It's almost that's like cool. it's almost like the um, the weird cousin <laughs> of Rickenbacker. Yeah, and that works out perfectly. Yeah, and if you don't know what the weird cousin <laughs> is, you are one. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> I definitely am. Uh, I, yeah. I'm, yeah, I'm the weird. So it works well, but... Um, <laughs> yeah, I've, um, I, I, look, I used to sort of only ever want Ampeg and night sort of stuff, but these days I run a, um, like, uh, PV actually, you know, gave gave us some, a whole bunch of gear in the States and this one I was able to bring home. It's like oh, wow. fits in your suitcase. You can actually change the fuse and it works in Australia. Oh, wow, yeah. Right. And um, it's, yeah, it's been perfect ever since, like, you know, never yeah, had to get cool. it fixed or anything. It's compact sort of. Yeah, thing, yeah, 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 and it's got heaps of going It's got a lot of grunt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. cool, good score. Yeah, exactly, yeah, I love it. And um, I think the only other thing is I've been using Sonic Distortion uh, is what I use for um, – it's the only band I've ever used a pedal in too. Yep. Uh, yeah. 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 Yeah, cool. People always – I mean, I, I – um, I'm not at that point where I've let um, the tech knowledge – wreck my view of the band like i know some people like really they focus on like oh dude why didn't he fucking like you know string it this way or whatever like i'm still at the point where i don't know enough where i can like fuck it up for myself yeah but like i just ask the leading question yeah but 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 the the good sort of well i don't know shit i'm in a band with three but like i'm one of three bass players and i'm the shittest bass player out of all three (laughs) squeeze taught me how to play bass young and singer was a bass player in every other band before this yeah it's a it's a bit like the um the the interview uh i've seen like screenshots of it yeah yeah we've seen where it's just like um they're talking about like yeah i could just adapt that for king parrot where it's just like (laughs) you'll literally see like uh you know when we're on stage pulling sounds and stuff squizzy or youngies over there actually doing my sound like yeah that sounds good yeah no i love it (laughs) i I, I feel like we could recreate the meme with youngie just saying like you know 
is Sluts the best bass guitarist in Australia? Sluts isn't even the best bass guitarist <laughs> in, in King, King, King Power. It's, it's true. <laughs> it's true. Yeah. I admit it. Um, yeah. Oh, there's that meme with uh, the, uh, with Pops where it's just like Youngy right in his face and it's just like. That's right. Oh, yeah, yeah, that was a show in Frankston. I remember that. It's, yeah. uh, I'll, I'll, down on the couch. That's yeah. right. Yeah, it's so funny. It's just, just like after a hard day of not getting killed by the spiders and snakes <laughs> yeah. and shit. This is how Aussies yeah, enjoy that's metal. Right. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. I haven't yeah. seen that in a while. Go yeah. and relax. With a nice quiet band. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I think yeah. it was the most shared post Canberra Metalheads put out was that meme. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I love that. That's fantastic. Um, but yeah. yeah. Anyway, cheers for uh, for uh, jumping in. I appreciate you sticking around, Lucy. It means no a lot trouble. to have a really nice to meet you, Lucy. Yeah, likewise, yeah. likewise. Bridge the yeah. gap. Um, and now we're going to be listening to some King Parrot from vinyl to you. Oh, Bye. Oh my god! Oh my god. Oh my god. Oh my god. Oh my god.